How's it going, guys? We have a medium difficulty question for pulmonary for step one. All right, they uh, give a nearly identical question on one of the offline NBME exams, and they just ask these types of dead spaces versus shunt. Okay, so dead space versus shunt, what do you need to know cutting to the chase without all the confusion? So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Links down below. Find me on Telegram. The links to the Telegram group and channel down below. Now start the clip. So 14-year-old boy is brought in by his parents in January for a two-month history of dry cough. It is particularly worsened when he finishes football practice. He has no past medical history. Vitals are within normal limits. Question wants to know the most likely explanation for these findings. So this is asthma. Okay, you need to know that one-third of patients with asthma only present with a dry cough. That's especially high yield for family medicine, all right? It's known as cough variant asthma. Now, I could have made the question a little bit easier and said that this same kid gets eczema in the summer or seasonal allergies in the spring, fall, okay, rhinoconjunctivitis, the constellation of ADP, and he just gets a dry cough in the winter. That's asthma, okay? And you don't have to medicate these patients usually. They'll just have a dry cough. You could give them albuterol sometimes, but they want to know dead space versus shun here. So you need to know that dead space is going to be a high V on Q. V is ventilation, Q is perfusion. Dead space equals high V on Q, shunt equals a low V on Q. Now, as I said, not going to make this confusing. On USMLE, pretty much every lung condition is going to be a shunt, as is asthma. Okay, that's the answer here, shunt. Pretty much every lung condition. The only thing that's going to be dead space is pulmonary embolism on USMLE. It makes sense. You have high V on Q. Q is reduced. That's your perfusion in a pulmonary embolism. Okay, perfusion's cut off. So what a shunt refers to is areas of lung that are underventilated. And because you have that underventilated region where let's just call let's let's refer to it as extremes for simplicity's sake. Let's say you have an area of lung that's a zero in terms of the oxygen it receives because it's cut off. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a peanut blocking off a segment of lung. It can be areas of obstruction, asthma is obstructive lung disease. So it can be areas of obstruction, micro areas that add up, but you've got areas of lung that are a zero. And even if you have well-ventilated areas of lung, when you average them all together with a zero or micro areas that are all zero, it's impossible to get normal oxygenation as your net result. That's called shunt. Okay. So as I just fucking said, it can be easy if you have like a big area of lung blocked off by a peanut, that's a zero averaged in with oxygenated areas. And you're going to, their net result is reduced oxygenation, but in asthma, most lung conditions, just micro zeros all over the place averaged in, and your net result is reduced oxygenation. That's what a shunt is. Okay. Now, uh, let's just run through the dead spaces here. Alveolar dead space is the norm. This is normal. This is not pathologic. So when we talk about a patient is upright, you're naturally going to have dead space at the apices of the lung compared to the bases, which are natural shunt. So fluid settles, blood settles due to gravity. Okay. So ventilation and perfusion are both going to increase from apex to base, but perfusion increases more from apex to base because of gravity. So at the apices, we have a higher V on Q relatively around three. Uh, so at the bases, we have a natural shunt, which is around 0 0.6. So that's just the natural distribution of dead space in the lung, more toward the apices. That's just called alveolar dead space. Anatomic dead space refers to 
literally natural areas of the respiratory tree, such as the trachea, bronchi, even terminal bronchioles, that have areas that are ventilated. You're clearly breathing in and out, but they're not partaking in gas exchange. Okay, so that's high V compared to Q. They're not partaking in gas exchange because they're not perfused in terms of being able to take in the oxygen and get rid of CO2 for that matter. That's anatomic dead space. Physiologic dead space refers to the sum of these two. Now, as I prefaced with, this is an offline NBME question for step one, where they give you these three different dead spaces listed. I've never seen the USMLE give a fuck about these three independent terms apart from that one question. So I'm explaining what these three dead spaces mean independently, but your take home, okay? You say, I still don't fucking get it. Okay, well, your take home is for USMLE slash NBME. If you have a lung condition, pretty much always the answer is shunt. Okay, pretty much always the answer is shunt. You're gonna have a reduced VNQ. The only time you're gonna choose dead space for a lung problem is when you have a pulmonary embolism. That's a high VNQ. Clearly Q, your perfusion is low in that case. You know the deal to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.